Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the third volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee and players Ryan Laplante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Tyler Hewitt as Atticus Viz, Laura Hamstra as Eli Sharp, and Della Borovic as Morgan Rawls. My report shows that the hunt is underway. Morgan is seconds away from being gored to death by an Ehrlich as Eli gunfights an assassin, while Valentine and Atticus captured an assassin alive though severed her arm in the process. Will both teams of agents be able to claw victory from the jaws of defeat? Find out next in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. Come on, there are a bunch of nobles hunting. What's the worst thing that could happen? Scrap of paper found on a dead assassin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) So Atticus and Valentine, you're making your way uh, through the tunnels underneath the the hunting reserve um, in an attempt to take out a bunch of assassins as quietly as possible to deliver as your trophy uh, to the king as well as to uh, try and take some threats off the board. Uh, Having successfully snipped an arm off uh, and left a lady hogtied with vague sense of belt uh, tourniquets. Uh, You have continued on uh, down the passageway uh, past an empty uh, sort of elevator platform that can bring more creatures up uh, towards the next one that you know is manned. How do you want to approach it? Is this a straight path? Like, what are we looking at on this? This is another curve. Um, This curve, once you come around this corner, there will be one more sort of... So if if we're looking around the, the... uh, the uh, macaroni curve of this right now. Mm. At the end of the curve, there's one more just on on the very kind of edge before it levels out into a, a straightaway that will kind of extend through most of the uh, the park. So from here, you're losing your your kind of advantage of being able to like worm your way through. Then it'll be kind of a straight shot. Okay, then I think we'll follow the same plan that we did before. This yep. is sneak up with Valentine in the lead. So if somebody looks down the hallway, he can just blather for a second to give somebody an opening. Also, he's got a gun in hand so he can take a shot if he needs to. If we can get up to this door and take the second person alive and tie them up, then we can just either take our trophies and get the fuck out of here or go into murder mode. So same plan, same signals. All right. Sneak some stealth checks. All is right. macaroni specifically the pasta that's the elbow shape? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Oh, interesting. So Look. difficulty on this one, Tom. The same. Yeah. So I'm going to say three. Two. Uh, I'm going to say think two. It's elbow macaroni. Okay. Difficulty of two. Is I had it? a boost for the outfit. We had a boost because we were going slow. That one carried over to both of us. Your arm's muffled now. So does he get a boost for that? He doesn't. That was just a, a cost. Of, that was just a cost of, of, of the failure. Of uh, net nothing, actually. Yeah, just yeah. having some advantage. Great. Is there anything else we should be adding to this? I'm going to give you one, both of you, one setback for the fact that this is on the edge of a much wider straightaway. So you're less... This isn't happening kind of in isolation the way the other ones were. There, there are okay. higher odds of someone spotting you. All right. Cool. I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. One success and three advantage. Three threat. Okay. Uh, having used some of your your cloak to tie off the wound, that, that hand's making noise again. Making all grindy. Um, so you'll have to go slower. Uh, Valentine, you make your way uh, up to the gate. You do your usual peer-in. 
Yeah, you check it out. Uh, so you you peek in, and uh, this looks like uh, if if the last person was really kind of struggling to to get up and over, uh, this person was smart. They brought a little box. Um, they are clearly a little bit more um, prepped for this. Uh, they have less a a little sort of stubby auto gun and, and more of a, a like a, a long long barrel auto gun. And as you approach, uh, you actually see them start to climb up and out. Uh, they're climbing out of their their uh, manhole cover, so like legs are kind of dangling down. Great! I have three advantage that I would like to spend in combination with a move. If this works, Tom, I want to grab their legs and haul them back down here, and I'd like to spend my three advantage so they lose their gun in the process. Okay, let's do it. Uh, so there's gonna be an athletics. Uh, we'll make it a, an opposed check. Okay, we don't need difficulty because it's opposed. You can have a boost for just. They are climbing up and out. You are standing solidly on the ground and pulling down. Yep. I think that's (laughs) probably it. All right. Let's see what happens. I'm not rolling difficulty. Neither are you, right? We're just seeing who succeeds more. Great. I have five successes and one advantage. Damn. Oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to beat that, but let's see. I have uh, one triumph and two advantage. How many successes did you have? Five. Five. So you still win. I get a cool thing. Okay. Yeah. Pull the legs. They drop the gun, but they yell like, oh, shit, help, uh, as they get pulled down into the uh, into the space with you. Great. He's just laying into this motherfucker. It's just he's got one metal hand, and it's just <laughs> face, 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 face. <laughs> Trying to that, knock out or kill? Uh, this is a knockout, but at the same speed you've seen if you've watched Deadliest Warrior, that one fucking American Marine just stab a guy. <laughs> this is just a yeah. piston of an arm as fast and as brutally as possible. All right, go ahead and roll an attack uh, just to make sure this goes as you think it would. I imagine it will, but, you know, one never knows in Genesis. Uh, so difficulty two, because you're at... <laughs> Point blank range. Uh, <laughs> difficulty two, you get a boost, I think, for... I mean, they're prone. They're prone. You pulled them down. Pull ground, them down. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, they fell, so they're, they're off their footing. And honestly, I think that's probably the spread for me, unless you want to make a case for anything. No, that makes oh, sense. Oh, and I'll give you a boost for the metal hand. <laughs> Great. <laughs> One success and four advantage. Okay, how much uh, damage do you do normally? Uh, my brawn is four, so this would be five damage. Five? Okay, I think that's enough to knock knock this person out. They they probably bashed their head on the way down, hmm. uh, too. So they managed to yell, oh, shit, help! And then just rapid full blur of punches. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> uh, and then it's just, the moment he's out, close the top thing, take up position with the rifle, and, like, sign Atticus to tie him up, because... Something got yelled. We may have company. Yep. Uh, so Atticus, as you kind of rush up to to do the tying, uh, in the distance you can see a couple of uh, people start to kind of peek out around the corners because, again, as I said, we're coming around the edge into like a straightaway. So people kind of peering down, uh, you see a, a variety of panic. A couple of people do the kind of like press against the wall. Again, just following Area 51 from my days <laughs> of bowling alleys and arcades. Um, press against the wall to kind of like pop around and shoot. Um, and then you can hear some other people scrabbling down the way. Uh Valentine, can you roll me? Wait, sorry, Valentine, you stepped out of the alcove. Not stepped out. Okay, He's just gonna... shifted to let. So can to you roll get a, Van a perception for me, please? Yes, uh, you'll get a boost for Atticus also being there. You can get one for the Auspex, which I imagine you've got on your. Uh, yeah, he'd be wearing yeah. a forearm as he does, so you yep. can see it no matter what. Um, I think that 
Great. What's my difficulty? Might be it. Difficulty of two. All right. Yep. Five successes, one threat. Okay. Uh, so we'll just pass that threat forward. Um, as you're uh, kind of leaning around the, the corner, you, you see people starting to move. Um, you also uh, just get hit with kind of like a little bit of dust uh, and dirt that just kind of like crumbles down and, and, and hits your head. Um, and kind of looking up and around, uh, the walls around you are starting to shake rhythmically um, as though uh, heavy footsteps are approaching above you. Uh, I think he's just going to say to Atticus, like, you're going to need to carry him. Uh, and he's just going to lean out. And who's the closest person aiming down the hall towards him? Uh, neither of them are like out. They're just like, you can see two alcoves with people. Yeah. I, okay. There. He's going to step out. Uh, with the shitty rifle and he's going to turn back into the alcove and he's just going to fire a shot into the wall mm -hmm. and then just turn away for the others and say, don't worry, one came down in here, but he's been dealt with. Shit. All right. Let's get a deception check going. All righty. So this is going to be difficulty three. Okay. I'm going to spend a story point, make things interesting. Makes sense. In macaroni, Dell, are short, narrow tubes that are straight. Elbow macaroni is curved. There You're we right. go. There we go. Oh. So it was elbow macaroni tunnels? Yes, it was elbow <laughs> macaroni tunnels. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> this has been macaroni talk in the grim darkness of the future. Um, so story point to jack it up. Um, you've got advantage from the suit. Okay. Is there any weird valentine shit that would add advantage to this that we should know about um he's a very good liar uh he wouldn't be afraid but that's just getting rid of anything that would negatively affect him this is just playing the odds on like yep. these aren't pros from what mm -hmm. we've seen they're not working together which makes him suspect they're not close nobody recognize a voice as not mm -hmm. belonging mm -hmm. to a particular person this is just fuck it let's just see what happens mm -hmm. he's got another rifle he can bring up real quick if they don't buy it cool. um one success God damn. All right. Hey, this is Nero Abagnale from uh, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy. And look, if you want to help support us in pulling back the curtain on uh, some of the mysteries of the galaxy, like, uh, you know, figuring out what all this Horus stuff means or uh, finding these uh, these uh, new men, well, we're going to need your help. So for just the cost of a dollar a month, you can join our, our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. And yeah, for just that, you can talk to other fans in the Discord, swap theories about uh, the nature of the Golden Throne, uh, about, you know, what really happened back in the day you can really get to the heart of things or you know at five dollars you can listen to this very show ad free uh, as well as some of our other shows uh at uh, fifteen dollars you can add some names to the shows you can hear your own uh you know names showing up and stuff and at twenty five dollars you can create your very own character who will go with us on some of our adventures as well as uh, getting your name added to the credits which is a, a good way to immortalize yourself you know like like horace did when he got his name added to the credits of history you know so uh if you want to be like horace go to uh patreon.com slash dumdumdice that's d-u-m-b d-u-m-b d-i-c-e and you know we'll figure this out together The heads kind of peek peek out from from down the hall, uh, and uh, one of them just says, uh, "Fuck this! I this is this is not going the way we were told it, it was going to." Um, so she steps out and and starts like kind of running uh, away from you, further down the tunnel to one of the the other exits. Um, and uh, the guy who remains is just like, 
But he kind of gives you, <laughs> leans out, gives you like a, oh, this fucking lady running away. What's uh, that about? Same gesture back. Uh, yeah, just like a lot like, <laughs> oh my God, all right. Um, and uh, and just says, uh, th thanks for taking care of that. No problem. Good luck. Good luck and good hunting. Yeah, fuck the nobles. Uh, and then it goes back in and um, uh, you hear shots being fired from, from that alcove. All right, that's the point where Valentine leans back and he's like, oh, right, it's time to go. Uh, <laughs> he and Atticus just carry a body, get the fuck out of here. And this is the rare instance where you can carry faster than he can. Yep. Body over his shoulder, he'll cover you in that, like, you know, back, to, not quite back to back, but he's walking backwards as you move forwards to exit the way we came in, because that was pretty close to the entrance, yeah. if I'm correct. Yeah. 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 Got to kind of go back through the... the Elbow macaroni. <laughs> yeah, but um, Valentine's plan is basically we take this guy, we collect armless woman, we get out, we deliver body, like we yeah. deliver him. Great. As uh, as you go, like kind of as you're, you're rounding that first curve, you hear an explosion behind you. Um, and there's just a blast of, of like, uh, uh, you know, permacrete and other things off the, the walls as the alcove you took, the guy you punched in the face out of explodes. Buh. Uh, faster then, sir? Yeah, faster. Uh, and this is the part where we both fucking run. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, so you, you take off down the tunnels. Uh, meanwhile, uh, back up top, uh, Morgan, you have an Ehrlich on top of you, mm -hmm. desperately trying to murder you. You're fending it off with, uh, with, with, uh, sheer grit. Uh, Eli, uh, you are locked in combat with, uh, an assassin who you've, you've wounded, um, and, uh, you turn to fight the Ehrlich. Mm -hmm. uh, and you've now seen it it jump, Morgan. Uh, you're at the top of the initiative order. What do you do? Uh, boom, boom, Ehrlich. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not going to be... If Morgan goes down, then Eli's yep. fucked. We need... <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just going to uh, try... Uh, it'll... I don't think he's going to aim. It's just going to be a... Like a hip... Far from the hip. I mean, it's just going to be. I mean, like he's not going for any particular point yeah. in it. He's just trying to hit it, kind of wherever he can hit it, mm -hmm. um, just to get it off of her. He doesn't want to kind of make it more difficult for himself and then potentially miss. Are you running to engage, or are you staying where you are? Staying back. Okay. So like come and get me, kind of thing. Yeah. It, this, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's not because it's turned away to deal with with uh, Morgan. This, this might draw its attention. So yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I would, so I would like that. Three purple. Uh, you get a boost for it being engaged with with Morgan. Yep. Um, and she's not standing up, so you don't have any risk of hitting her because yeah. it's pretty much fully covering her. Um, similar to our previous rules, setback just for general foliage. Mm-hmm. And there's a threat being passed forward from uh, the previous set of right. rules, so you'll have one setback from that. Okay. Uh, Ryan, did you have any spare advantage floating around? Uh, there might have been one roll where there think, were a couple I think there advantages. Was, so. We could probably pass one forward. Yeah. You spent three I spent three on that, but the perception the perception sure had some, the athletics yeah, had some. I think so. there's one kicking around, so take, you can have a, a, a free boost. Cool. Yeah. I'll take it. All right. That's I'm going to roll. Bang, bang, Ehrlich. I'm so sorry, Morgan. I'm hiding. Two advantages, three failures. Okay. Two advantages, three failures. In my favor, yeah. so much, these, uh, so many these dice, dice came up blank. Yep. Just, just pass that advantage forwards. With the I'll take it. Give I'll it to the Ehrlich. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's not who's next. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's that's 
That's me. That's me, Tom McGee. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's apologizing to those of us who may not have known she was impersonating Tom. But yeah. Not to Tom. I didn't yeah. want anyone to think I was impersonating like someone else. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, oh. It's it's funny because I had the Space Marine pull you back no. in so you wouldn't have to make a new character. That's now you're just begging me. Yeah. Begging me. <laughs> yeah, that right. feels really nice about you, Tom. Just to be clear, don't think you're the best. Oh, I mean, so Morgan's great. gonna die because of the Ehrlich. That's not my fault. All right, so uh, Eli, you you open fire, it's not your, and your gun Jesus. goes me 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 me, and the bullets spray uh, across the back of the uh, the Ehrlich. But unfortunately, its hide is just too thick for these these little itty bitty baby yeah. bullets. And what are you, an assassin? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that goes off. Uh, no dice, but you do pass a boost forward, I believe, to oh, great. I got a boost. Oh, I got Get that boost. boost. Un boost. Uh, which brings us to the assassin. Um, the assassin is going to uh, close in since you're very clearly fighting the Ehrlich. Fuck off. Uh, or no, assassin's running away. running away. Assassin's running away. Looks back over his shoulder. He's like, oh, I probably could have won. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he couldn't have. Keeps, uh, <laughs> He's not an Ehrlich. Keeps running into the woods. Um, so he is gone. So we can take him off the initiative order. Bring us to uh, Morgan. Okay, this is my play. I don't know if it's gonna work. I am engaged with this thing. Mm -hmm. I'm fending it mm -hmm. off. It's like, it's it's clawing at me. I want to try to shoot it point blank. No aim. Just get its attention. To, and I'm hoping that it pushes it back. Mm -hmm. Then I would like to run for the great the person we shot came out of. Mm -hmm. That's all I want to do. I don't know if it's even possible. I mean, we'll I'm going to try. Yep. But that's what she, it's like a shot. If it hurts it, good, but just to get it free of her for one second so she can run. Sure. So I'm going to not yeah. aim using my maneuver to get the fuck out if I can. Okay. So yep. shoot first. Yes. Okay. So difficulty two. <sighs> um, I'm going to spend a story point. I figured. Yeah. You I will devil. also do spend it. a story point, so let it do remain it. as it is. Yep. And I get one boost from Eli and one boost for my gun because it's just accurate. Yep. That's what <sighs> so I get. So well balanced. It's just, I just... Everything's accurate when you press it against something. <laughs> it's <Yeah. true>. <laughs> <laughs> Between the grass and this thing's chest, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> so. uh, okay. Um... I am going to give you a setback for the fact that it's trying to gore you while oh, you're sure. doing this. It yeah. just means that, like, you're well, fending it off with the rifle and trying right to. Now. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Anything else, Tom? No, that's it. <laughs> one, two, three, four successes and one advantage. Okay, great. So, so that's yay! 12 damage. 12 damage. Die, motherfucker. God <laughs> damn. Uh, and forgive me, Del, does your gun have pierce? Nope. Anything? Nope. It's okay. just normal ammo because hilariously, I do have better ammo that has Pierce. I swapped it out for normal ammo because it was supposed to match Atticus's gun. Mm -hmm. Back when that. we had a plan a long yeah. time ago. I remember that. When yep. We were going to do shooting range shenanigans. Yep, so it has normal, basic rifle ammo in it right now. Yep, yep great. <laughs> Back when our biggest concern <laughs> was how do we embarrass a fop? And it I was like, yeah. Great. Okay. Um, so the Ehrlich uh, is hit. How much advantage did you Just have? Just one. Just one? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to roll a check to see if that's enough to get it to move. Uh, so if you want to spend a story point to mess it up, you, you can do that. It's up to you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Two to three now. Oh, 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because we both spent one on yeah, the last Yeah, I was just going to say you don't need to spend, I was worried you were spending strain, which no. you don't need to do. Okay, so that dials up the difficulty on that a little bit. Two advantage. Uh, so it neither flees nor more aggressively attacks. So you're still somewhat pinned under it. Um, what I'll say is you can try and get out from under it. Basically, I'm just trying to fuck around with attack of opportunity rules and how that would work. I, w I would gladly roll another coordination to see if I can't get out from under it. Well, I'm just wondering. Sorry, were you adding in D&D &D rules to make it more difficult for us? Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to <laughs> not kill your friend. Uh, oh, okay. But <laughs> stay out of this. No, I said like, I'm staying out of oh, this. Okay. I'm staying out of this. <laughs> I can't get in between Tom and Laura. It's scary. <laughs> Well, there's also a table in the way. So Guys, that... when it's close to death, I get really scared and then I lash out. I'm sorry, Tom. It's, it's, I just, okay. I'm just Just interfering with my ability darkness. to save Morgan. So that's fine. Um, okay, so you can spend story points to just like make things happen. Yeah. So the devil's bargain I'll offer you is this. You can spend a story point and leave your gun to be able to roll to try and get out from from under and run away <sighs> because by using your action to shoot like that yeah. that it caused damage like you, you've you've done some good there but basically if you want to ditch the gun spend a story point then you can try and book it but you'll still need to roll to see if you can right. squeeze out I, I, she might be dead i might as well just do it right <laughs> i'm sorry that the story point situation is getting ooky this is what they're for. Yeah, this honestly. Is, there's nothing left for if me If not here. now. I, this is my yeah. last ploy. I am on the precipice of death and or unconsciousness at the same time. Great. Okay. So let's roll your, uh, yeah, coordination. Um, you get a boost for leaving the gun. Yeah. It just like gets, it's, it's in, at it's this point you wedged whatever. it yeah, between the ground and, the, and, and it to shoot it. So yes. it kind of gives you a little bit of a, a little bit of a thing to sneak out from under. Um, how's your strain situation? Bad, eh? Is bad. Okay, so take a step back for being real sleepy. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Difficulty? Uh, difficulty of three, and I'm going to spend a story point. Okay. To jack that up. Don't know if I should spend one on this. I feel like it's just... I spent one just to even get the opportunity to do this. I think I would say this. that the spending of the one yeah. to get the opportunity yeah. was the the only available That's fine. PC spend on this. So. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to push by. Yeah, it's it. Four advantages and one failure. So I am stuck God under damn, this. Goddamn, you are, you are stuck. Good news is you get to keep your gun. Can you make stuff happen with advantage? I don't know. Let's go to the books. I gotta, make it uh, drop its tusk. <laughs> I got it. I gotta, we can make a pitch, Tom. We have a pitch from the the section over well, here. Let's see if Laura wants to yell anything at me first, Laura. <laughs> no, she's going to keep reading. All right, uh, back to you. Damn you, Tom. You can say that. Oh, you get that one for free. Oh, you don't okay. need to spend any advantage okay. on that. No, that costs Tom. me later. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that the gun has been left behind and she's yep. being gored by teeth. Is that and correct? Tusks. And tusks. Great. I would like to pitch. Just throwing it out there. Mm -hmm. For three advantage, you can force a target to drop a melee weapon they are holding. Mm -hmm. Obviously, these teeth are built into this Ehrlich along with these tusks, but it has a rifle in its mouth full of ammunition. 
if the Ehrlich was to bite down on the rifle and destroy the rifle irreparably, but also set off the ammunition, could that blast apart its teeth and or tusks? Interesting. The way I was envisioning this was like gun against the hide fire, like just get the gun mm-hmm. to it. So it wouldn't necessarily have it in his teeth, but it is. But where was she chomp. leaving it behind while she got out? Was I guess. Well, I kind of imagine it was like wedge in fire, try and scooch out. Okay. But I could buy that that'd be an easy enough shift. It just really is a question of like, how attached are you to your precious rifle? I'm more attached to my life than my <laughs> rifle. Okay. Yes. Your, your, your rifle? No, it doesn't work. All right. Um, I'll. That seems like a high cost to you for something you can spend advantage on anyway. So why don't we say, okay, how about this? Um, it's mostly that, uh, but uh, the rifle is fine. Um, it just costs you your ammunition. Okay. Uh, just so no more, yeah. the magazine into Well, I the think mouth? it's just kind of like you jam the, the, like you pull the rifle forward, it bites down on the clip, the clip explodes in like yeah. a vaguely shoot them up way, blows off some teeth. It's just, I feel like the cost is, because you have the advantage cost to get the dropped item, I don't think I need... I don't think I should get to like if you had nothing and you're like mm. I want this then it should mm-hmm. cost you a rifle the cost just seems yeah. too damn high <laughs> um, so yeah we'll say you're out of ammo for like the yes. hunt so it still costs you yes. but you the rifle itself is is still there I will, I will take that gracious Tom great um, okay so yeah it it blasts the we'll say it blasts the goring tusks so it's still got like teeth and face it can like bash you with because it still has a mouth it's still gonna try and kill you mm-hmm. but like the things that have been causing you the most damage are now great uh there's just like a a moment of like chomp blast it's like uh <laughs> the simpsons like this is what your teeth will look like without braces which is like <laughs> teeth shooting up through the lip like the the tusks are, are yeah. shattered and broken uh and the ehrlich just bellows in 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 agony uh yeah. at this and morgan's yelling back at it and her whole face is bloody it's just it's an <laughs> awful sight under yeah, there just She's... the two of you screaming at it yeah i yeah. love that that's a very powerful image um cool okay that brings it to the ehrlich's turn and <laughs> it's real fucking mad real mad <laughs> Um, so, uh, it is, uh, just going to like kick up and then try and like headbutt you, Mm -hmm. uh, into the ground since you're, you're, you're down there. Good news is it's less good at that. This is just like rage and and fury, Mm -hmm. not like it's a goring animal, not a a bludgeoning animal. Mm Um, okay. So you have no defense. Um, did you have, you, you spent four advantage to do that? Yeah. Or did that cost three? Three. So you have one free one, so we'll give that a setback. It's melee attack. It has... Man, it is real good at murder. <laughs> real good at murder. He said it was wounded. I, I think the king lied about that. <laughs> I think I think that was a, a fakers. It, I think it was a big joker. May, may, have, may have been. He's being I facetious. mean, if I'd have been able to wound it in any way <laughs> and not just failed... <laughs> Eli, you are doing great. He chased you're, off an assassin. Surviving. Yeah, sure. I remember. She, if she got shot by a shotgun, game over right up front. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Do you want to spend any story points? Are you spending any time? <laughs> no. I'm. I'm. I'm giving up the ghost at this point. I think this. It's just gonna. What it is. What it is, Tom. <laughs> what it is. Wow. <laughs> That is three success, two advantage. 
Uh, so it uh, slams down on you, uh, causing. Well, I can't use its. Can't use its tusks anymore. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to hit you for more than you got, though. Yep, uh, I have three. You know that? Yeah, it hits you for for uh, six. Oh, that's exact because I soaked three. Tell me about that soak. Are you still up? No, I'm at zero. Uh, zero. Exactly. All right. So it just bludgeons you and it just lights out. You hit zero, so mm-hmm. normally this would uh, kill you, but there is remaining story points in the pool. Mm-hmm. So I will take a... I'm going to give you a pitch that you can just say yes to or no, depending on how much you like Morgan Rawls. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, no, kill her. No. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, you can spend a story point to give her plot armor. So, like, yeah. takes the hit. Um, it's like again, the the Ehrlich isn't strong with its skull, so it slams into you, knocks you unconscious. Uh, another hit will kill you. Um, you have one more story point, so conceivably, you could do this twice. Mm. But once the story points are out, unless someone has medically treated you. You're you're done, um, which brings us to the end of its turn and uh, the top of the round. Eli, you watch Morgan just get fucking smashed into paste in the ground. Yeah. What do you do? I'm going to move, so I'm just one range band away from. I'm just going to move closer, so I I can't fucking miss. I can't miss. <laughs> okay. Um, and I don't know if just running will like catch its attention enough. I, I it think. Is- very, very dead set on smashing this. Yeah, thing yeah, yeah. So I it. think I, I have to, sh- I have to shoot it. All I can do is just like, like scream mm-hmm. and like run forward and. And I do and, want to emphasize: there's a risk you can choose to take if you so desire, which is that you can spend a story point to do, to cause like almost Deus Ex level shit. To draw attention to do other things. So if you want like divine intervention, you can spend it. The catch is that Morgan is currently using those divine intervention points to survive. I know. Yeah. So if you want to like, and I leave this to the party, anyone can do this. Um, but like, remember, you can you can really like burn story points for big shit if you need it. Yeah, I'm just afraid if I do that, it's going to come after me and I'm going to go unconscious and we're both going to be left to die. I understand. So I, I feel like I have to yep. I have to hit this mm-hmm. piece of poop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, piece of so poop. So I have two difficulty then. Yep. Um, any advantage? There's no advantage lying around, is there? Uh, advantage in that it's it's not like it's it's stationary. Like it's it's roar, it's uh, rearing up and slamming. It's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. just doing. It's the- doing. Um, predictable actions from my point of view well and it's like in order to do it it's like rump and back legs have to be down because yeah. it's just it's basically doing the uh like uh just rise the elephant yeah, yeah, thing yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, stomping yeah, yeah, yeah. into morgan and okay. ridge so boost for that um was there spared no there was no, no we just advantage. discussed it yeah, yeah, we burned, burned all the advantage no. down um, uh what is its is its armor different from the back than it is from the front um that just affects setback if there are any, but it's now getting shot directly in the back while ignoring a threat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say there, I, I think it's, I've been thinking of it almost in a triceratops, like, mm-hmm. okay. like yep. hardcore front, slightly lower back. So yes, there's no, no additional setback from defense there for you. Um, and that's it. I'll roll. Yeah. Do you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll let this one slide. Yeah, Go ahead. Cool. <laughs> okay. One triumph and three advantage. There we go. <laughs> uh, what is your what is the damage on the gun? 
Um, damage on the gun is six. And so crit three. So I activate crit. Yeah, and you have a triumph, so you Here can go. either use go. that to activate crit, or you can use it to activate auto fire. Hit it multiple times. Oh, yeah. You can technically do both a thing because you could spend the triumph yeah, for the same I'd thing. Like, I'd like it to be as dead as possible. Okay. Um, and ensure that it is dead as possible. I don't so, think I'm going to get another hit. Do at you this want thing. to activate? You can activate auto fire twice. Okay. You can auto. Auto hit. You do with the, the same, same amount of three times in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then let's do that. Let's do that. Okay, great. Just like pulp a big fucking hole in this yep. thing. So, um, and Eli, hopefully not fall on Morgan, <laughs> crush her into the ground. Seeing uh, Morgan getting uh, slammed, you see her head just like flop back at an unnatural <laughs> angle. Mm-hmm. Um, you're pretty sure, like it's it's just a, a, a miracle of blunt force trauma being distributed across her body, is keeping her alive. I think just with like a primal roar, you just start staggering forward, just endlessly firing uh, yeah. the Uzi. Um, and uh, the creature kind of roars back. I think you get up there and it's just like climbing up on its back. You've done this mm-hmm. with Tyranids before. Firing, firing, yeah, firing. Well, and then just jamming <laughs> yeah. it in the eye and just firing directly <laughs> yes. through the eye into the brain uh, as you, you ride this thing down to the ground uh, next to Morgan. It is dead. Wow. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, it uh, it like lets out a, a final kind of like uh, and slumps yeah. to the side. Eli will pause for a second, just like on top of it, pinning it in place, just trying to find a fucking like pulse to see if this thing is like <laughs> having emptied your clip in directly through its eye into its brain. Yeah. You're you're pretty sure okay. it's it's donezo. And he's immediately over to Morgan. Okay, great. Let's get a uh, a uh, Medicaid check, yeah. please. See if you can stabilize uh, okay. stabilize Morgan. What am I doing for this? Um, or oh. now that you're out of immediate danger, if you want to spend a story point to get her back to stabilize her, that's also an option. Yes, I think I w- that would be I will a safe. That. I think I that's a do, safe I spend. Will. I will do that. Um, so, uh, Morgan, you rush over. Uh, or sorry, Eli, yeah, you I... rush over. Uh, Morgan's down. Um, and you kind of like look down at her and this isn't like a wound you can bind. So you just yep. kind of have a moment of like, you, you don't, you're not really equipped to like deal with blunt force trauma. Uh, he's, he's triaging the situation yeah. in front of him. What is going to kill her first? Um, when you hear uh, kind of uh, a crunch of, uh, of branches and machinery. And I think like raising the empty pistol, you kind of turn. Uh, to see the trees part and the uh, the the silver like the the chrome thing you saw yeah. before kind of come through, uh, and to your surprise, it's a large platform with a bunch of mechanical legs under it, uh, above which is like a little covered, almost like a Flintstone car awning. Yeah. Um, and just kind of uh, sitting back, uh, shirtless, with a tattoo of his own face on it, uh, a rifle slung across his lap. Uh, you see uh, Kiros. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's got a bunch of different, like, uh, medical packs, like, plugged into him. And uh, he just says, oh, hey, hell of a hunt today. Oh, shit. Hey, is the rogue trader lady all right? No. Oh, what? Oh, fuck. That thing's huge. All right, well, hang on. I got plenty to go around. And he just kind of, like, messes with a joystick and drives his little, like, walking palaquin platform mm-hmm. over and just says, here just uh, plug her into this one and he throws you down a 
a pack. You know, like, this will not be forgotten. And <laughs> I don't care. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, so yeah, you plug it into uh, Morgan, and that will <laughs> stabilize it. Yeah. And and as he's <laughs> shoving it he, into some, yeah, <laughs> as he's down there, Morgan's like spitting more blood out of the corner of her mouth, and she's looking up at him. My hero. <laughs> Shut up. Don't talk. You're making it worse. <laughs> All right. So Morgan is stable. I'm, I'm going to say you're still functionally unconscious, but yeah, uh, yeah, I like the line too much. <laughs> um, great. So uh, the uh, the servo skull um, just kind of twitches again um, and uh, actually flies over next to you, Eli. And uh, you just hear, uh, don't worry, darling. There's There's more medical assistance on the way. Ah, uh, uh, thank you. That won't be forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting on it. Besides, not for you. Skull turns like it's for her. Um, and then mm. it, it twitches back, and you hear. I hope you've enjoyed your hunt today with Ego Game. Remember, uh, my name's Priscilla, and if you enjoyed my service, it would mean a lot if you could give us a solid review uh, after your hunt is complete. So please put in a good word for us and uh, enjoy the rest of the celestial season. It's a really good thing that Eli is like tending to Morgan because he would have fucking batted this. <laughs> you can do it now. So like, hard. That's fine. You can smash no, it. No, he's not. He's he's too busy with yeah, Morgan. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Um, so. Uh, Atticus and Valentine, uh, not knowing any of this shit's going on, uh, you are uh, you've come up out of the uh, out of the underground uh, sewer. Yeah, and I was going to say Valentine. Even as they were running, Bella Clava gone, jacket gone. He doesn't know who the fuck's down here, and he is not one of these assholes anymore. <laughs> so he's back to himself. Great. Uh, you come out uh, and immediately are are staring down uh, the barrel of, uh, of a heavy rifle um, held by like a guy with military bearing. Um, and, uh, he, uh, just takes a quick look at you and says, Hey, who the fuck are you? He is not dressed like the assassins. He is dressed in, uh, like camo fatigues. He basically looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator. Okay. Or Commando. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. I was thinking of Commando and then I was like, is it Predator? No. Anyway. I say Valentine's got his rifle in his hands, but he's not aiming at this guy. Cause yep. clearly this guy has the drop on us climbing up out of the ground. And he says, I'm Rebute Figuerello, uh, first man to Lord Van Houten here. And, um, there's kind of a, a cough next to him and, uh, uh, a figure kind of, um, lurches out from behind him and says, ah, yes. No, you. That's, that's fine, Jeeves. You can put the gun down. I'm well acquainted with this man. Uh, and um, Tritimus Versailles kind of uh, staggers forward, uh, and you can see he's holding a uh, just a mean-looking, snub-nosed, uh, double-barreled shotgun in one hand, while using a uh, a crutch with the other. Um, and just says, "You'll have to forgive the lack of manners of my man Jeeves here, Lord Van Houten. We thought perhaps you were with the uh, rather untoward fellows who've been taking pot shots at us while been out here." So canonically, I think Atticus is carrying both of our hostages. Yep. In this hey, case. I'm, both I'm also like, carrying the corpse. I'm taking all our kills. <laughs> 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 he looks at them yes. and he's like, "Yeah, those ones." Yes, I didn't take kindly to being the one hunted, and so I thought I'd go, hmm, digging for vermin. You know, much as I dislike you, I can't help but respect that. Uh, you have my gracious thanks. Uh, 
Now, if you'll excuse us, I'm still hoping to bag an Ehrlich while the getting's good. It would seem you already have your trophy, and it's a mighty fine one indeed. If you could, uh, do us a favor and kill any more of those motherfuckers you see along the way, that would be greatly appreciated. I intend to do the same for you. Oh, with pleasure. Good hunting, Versailles. Uh, and he nods and he says, uh, well played, Lord Van Helton. Um, and then, uh, he nods to Jeeves, uh, who just looks at both of you, mm, uh, and continues to kind of move, move forward. And the two of them kind of disappear off into the brush. Valentine is just checking the map and finding the exit. Now it's just time to go. Obviously we'll, we'll shoot anybody who comes at us, but he's also happy to avoid. We have living hostages. The value here is tremendous. Great. Uh, so uh, the two of you make your way back out, um, and uh, as you, you do so, uh, you hear just kind of a, a grind of gears, and looking over your shoulder, uh, Kiros is, like, dri- like driving along, just casually, just out for a stroll <laughs> with uh, Eli, Morgan, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of, uh, of kind of, like, uh, basically the... Like the equivalent of lifeguards, like the, uh-oh, something went wrong in the park, gotta go save. So like uh, <laughs> medically trained wardens who are are dealing with with Morgan up on the uh, the Palkin wearing mm. uh, little, um, not like Space Marine style jump packs, but like Starfield level jump packs, mm. just like little like Boba Fett, I can just buzz from place to place kind of things. Uh, and they are currently doing like hardcore work to bring oh. Morgan back from, from the edge of death. Morgan's finally having a sleepy time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, Kiros uh, just says, well, I mean, I may not have killed anything, but look at the trophy I brought. Uh, and just kind of gestures to both of them and then uh, winks at Atticus and says, uh, good to see you again, my lord. Uh, good day, Kiros. Uh, and he uh, looks at the two people on your shoulder and he's like, who are those guys? Vermin, I've decided to call them. Oh, hey, were they the, the, the pop out of the ground dudes? Yes, indeed. Oh, man, I think I got one of them with a grenade a little while ago. I saw one of them pop out of the hole, and I just, whoop, down it went. Oh, yeah. Took a more personal touch. <laughs> That's pretty great. All right, listen, I got to ditch these guys and go back and shoot a fucking animal or something to make some slippers or a hat for the king. So it uh, looks like you're good here, and then, like, you've kind of reached the edge of the park. And immediately there's, like, um, you know, more medical uh, personnel also just, like, enough royal attendants to come and, like, pick up the Ehrlich off the thing. They're expecting an animal from you, but like much like any kind of trophy hunt situation, they want you to have as little contact with these things as possible. It's just like, <laughs> oh, cool. You shot it at a million miles away with like a laser scope from space. Amazing. You're a great hunter. We're going to deal with the actual blood and guts of this because clearly you didn't sign up for that. So they're rushing in to help. Uh, it's basically almost like a pit crew coming in uh, to help you. I kick the corpse forward like there's a trophy. Take off his shoulder, the injured woman. That one I want alive. And then the unconscious guy places down in the dirt like, that one I want to talk to. Are you saying that to Kiros or to the, the attendants? These people showing up. Uh, great. They're kind of a little bit confused, <laughs> but, uh, you know, shit happens. They, <laughs> to give you full context, there are assassins actively hunting important nobles inside the arena. Uh, we captured these three, killed several more. That one, dead. These two, Interesting. We figured this might be of greater interest, one might call humanity the most dangerous game. 
Uh, and there's just servo skulls circling all of you. It's a little bit like at the end of a of a kaiju movie where there's like helicopters mm-hmm. looking down on things. Uh, <laughs> and taking this all in, Valentine also adds a phrase just for the sake of his lord. <laughs> Trying to hunt Lord Van Houten is an excellent way to be hunted. <laughs> Uh, and you can hear a, a cheer uh, from from the uh, the grandstands, uh, and also honestly, some of the people nearby are, are uh, pretty jazzed <laughs> about it. Um, and uh, Morgan, just as kind of you're you're drifting back into consciousness, um, a one of the servo skulls that's circling uh, kind of drops a little bit, like it's malfunctioning, just drifts down close enough to your ear to say, "See, darling, I told you it would all work out." This Elizabeth always knows how these things will go uh, before it kind of writes itself and awkwardly floats back up. Uh, and with that, you leave the hunting grounds in pieces, but triumphant, having both been and hunted the most dangerous game. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features the voices of players Brian LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, Laura Hamstra, and Del Borvik, alongside game master Tom McGee. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorraine Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, The Body Barrelers, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is routine update log number six for Dr. Edison Tucker concerning my research into the town of Jerusalem, Oregon, and the existence of the supernatural, paranormal, mythological, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Anyway, since arriving, I've definitely encountered some stuff that could be classified under weird ass. I mean, where else does putting lamb's blood on people's doorways actually work as pest control? And nobody in town will talk to me about the picnic area near Lincoln's farm. Although, could be because everybody thinks I'm one of those monster hunting idiots. Which I'm not, okay? 
I am an experienced professional who takes my work extremely seriously, and I am going to prove this if it's the last thing I ever- oh, Dr. Tucker, what have I told you about keeping samples in the fridge? <sighs> Although, to be honest, I think the biggest mystery on my hands is how I'm going to survive living with Lucille Kensington, stuck-up extraordinaire. So, if you guys don't hear from me again, it wasn't something in the woods that got me. Probably. Where the Stars Fell. Available now wherever podcasts are found.